You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, when it comes to making big decisions, whether it's our personal life or in our professional lives, it's easy to be crippled by fear or confusion. But with God's guidance and our faithfulness and obedience, Dr. Gene Allen says, well, our lives can be transformed. He talks about that from his personal experience as a businessman and local pastor in his new book, Taking Care of Business, Live by Faith, Lead by Courage. Dr. Allen, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, it's my pleasure. You know, Gene, many people go to visit the uh, Eiffel Tower in Paris. Not many of them say, I want to paint that thing. But you did. You went and visited and said, I'd like to paint that. Well, at the time, uh, we went on a church uh, conference in Paris. And uh, so my pastor and I walked under the Eiffel Tower and the bus driver said, we apologize for painting the Eiffel Tower And so he cut his eyes around at me and knowing that I was in the industrial painting business. And at the time I was not an owner. I was just a uh, manager for a leading company. Uh, And he said, you know, the Lord just spoke to me, Gene. And I think he's trying to tell you something this morning that one day you'll be painting structures of this magnitude. And under my breath, At that time, I was kind of like Sarah when they told her she was going to have a baby when she was about 90. And uh, I thought, well, boy, this would be impossible. But but a year later, I got a phone call from one of the largest general contractors on planet Earth, one of the largest in the world, called me to do a billion-dollar project. And the project... uh, of course, you know, it's like painting your house. To build a house, painting is only about 3% of, of the total cost of the project. But at that point, God gave me faith to believe that with him, nothing is impossible as a uh, business leader. And uh, that, as I wrote in my book, you've got to live by faith and lead with courage. And I received that, and I began to have have faith. How many trips to Home Depot to get paint for a billion-dollar project? (laughs) Wow. Okay, anyway, I'm blown (laughs) away by that. (laughs) Well, you know, I started off, I painted one of the largest uh, uh, oil rigs out in the Gulf of Mexico. Did you see the movie Armageddon with Bruce Mm -hmm. Willis years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So the oil rig that was in that movie, they pulled into Galveston right after that movie was over. And I signed a $6 million contract just to paint the underside of the deck and the legs that held that oil rig uh, up was $6 million just to paint about 5% of that oil rig. Mm. So uh, it it took about 20,000 gallons of paint and uh, we, we dealt with large uh, uh, industrial painting companies that shipped the paint in. We, we didn't have to run to Sherrod Williams or Home Depot, <laughs> <laughs> but the industrial brands, uh, we would order the paint. But i tell you what, it took, and it was really weird because the bus drive, the, the tour guide said it took 80 tons of paint to paint the Apple Tower. And I thought, well, in America, we don't deal in tons of paint. We deal in gallons, right? Mm-hmm. But so I said in my mind, well, an average gallon of paint weighs eight pounds. So all you have to do is simple math. 
take about eight, eight and divide it into uh, 80 tons, and <clears throat> you get 30,000, 40,000 gallons of paint. And uh, so anyway, that was an interesting start where God uh, birthed the faith that I needed to be a big player in the industrial and marine painting business. You say that there is a difference between having a dream, like maybe you had a dream or someone had a dream for you in that, in that scenario, and actually living out that dream. And there's an ability there to discern divine moments. So talk to us about God-sized dreams when it comes to professional and business ventures, because I think so often we think about it just in, in the church way, which obviously that, that's our focus. But there are times God calls us to different business opportunities or professional opportunities, and we can miss it because we may be thinking, oh, maybe this isn't God. This is just myself. How do we discern the difference and then take action? Well, I found out uh, right after that trip to Paris, about a year and a half went by, and uh, I had a dream that one day I would be in business, but when I was 17 years old, years and years before, I actually had a dream. And, you know, it's not unusual for God to give us dreams, uh, starting with Joseph and Abraham and all these people. God uh, appeared to a lot of people all through the Old and New Testament in dreams. But I had a dream that I was sitting behind a desk in a suit, and I I was actually uh, in that dream uh, managing this large company. And uh, then the next dream I had, about two weeks later, I was standing behind a pulpit. I was 17 years old. And so as my life uh, developed, <clears throat> I had been the VP of this, this company. I'll start real quick right here. And so I had quit my job, and I told my wife, I said, you know, I was making, but this was back in 1988. I'd quit my job. I was making about 200000 a year. That's not bad for back in 1988, would you say, right? Yeah. So I quit my job because I ended up like Chevy Chase on Christmas vacation. My bonus check came in, and it was about uh, way half as less than I was expecting. And I went, Wow. So the owner of that company kind of slighted me, and I said, I'm quitting. She said, oh, my God, why are you quitting? And I I told my uh, my wife, I said, well, you know, he's not my source. God is my source, and God will open up a door. So we were building a house at the time, and one of the richest men in Orange County who owned multiple businesses, he ran into me at my house. I went over there to check on him. He said, Gene, I heard you. Over the years, you, you, you're in the industrial marine painting business. I've always been intrigued with that business. He said, how's your job going? I said, well, I don't have a job. He said, what? So he said, why don't you come by my office Friday? Let's talk about that before you jump out and go find another job. So 48 hours after I quit my job, I was sitting in his office, and he wanted to get into the business and start a company with me from scratch. He said, he said, so here's the deal. He said, Gene, you'll have to be president of the company because me and my son know nothing about the business, but I'm a risk taker. And you'll have to be president of the company, and you own 50%. Me and my son will own the other 
So at that time, if I hadn't have discerned that divine moment, God put a man in my life, one of the wealthiest men in Orange, because I didn't have $5 million for a startup cost to start a company. I didn't have an office. I didn't have a warehouse. I didn't have all these things that you needed, a credit line at the bank for several million dollars. And he said, Gene, I've got everything we need to go in business. I'll put up all the money. So a week later, I walked into an office I didn't build, a staff I didn't hire, and a credit line at the bank I didn't have, became president of that company, didn't put up not one penny to be in business. So I realized the difference between having that dream and and living a dream is I had to discern that divine moment where God divinely puts people in your lives and and all things work together for our good to those that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. And so from that day on, we started a new company. And in three years, we were doing $30 million in sales, operating on a 22% profit margin. Year five, my salary exceeded over a million dollars and went up from there. Mm. So if I had designed that, discerned that divine moment at that time, Eric and Bridget, my life would have, what I've often thought, what would have happened if I would have missed God? And that's the key this morning. Jesus will pass by. Don't miss your moment because when when he comes and presents an opportunity, you have to seize the moment, which is another chapter in my book. You have to seize the moment. Gene, you make this interesting statement, though, early in the book. It says, the interesting thing about walking by faith is that it empties our resources so that we can make room for God's. Um, that's pretty interesting. E- emptying, you were emptied, weren't you? That's exactly right. I had quit my job, and and 48 hours later, I was talking to one of the wealthiest men in Orange who said, hey, I'd like to get into that business. How would you like to go uh, form a company with me and my son? I just It just blew me away. But I knew right then that because I had uh, – I was a working pastor. I had a small church of 150 to 200 people. And I was a working pastor that also uh, had a job and and worked in as an executive, you know, for a company. Uh, so the church could prosper and the money that came in, I didn't draw a salary from the church. But you see, because I had a good job, I pastored the church and I was working in God's kingdom. And I think the key to my success in life is, was Matthew 6.33 that said, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And God said he'll take care of all the rest. And that's kind of how I came up with the name Taking Care of Business because God said, Gene, if you take care of my business, I'll take care of yours. And so uh, from that, God had to, you know, I had to be at ground zero. I had no job. I didn't know what the future held. But I did know this, Eric, in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, I always believe this, that God said, I know the plans that I have for you, 
not to bring you any harm, but to what? To prosper you. And prosperity is not just money, but it's in all of your other areas in life that God wants to prosper you in your marriage, in your business, in your family life, and so forth. Isn't that great that we serve a wonderful God who keeps his promises? You also talk about giving as a common theme in Scripture and and how that can obviously benefit and strengthen our faith as well. And really, you just share your story of what God has done in your life through business and how you've seen his really his power at work in many different ways and an encouragement for those who may be feeling stuck or unsure about professional or business ventures that God may be calling them to. So it's all here in your resource, Taking Care of Business. What do you hope here in our final minute readers will take away from your story that you've penned? Well, the Bible says God is no respecter of persons. What he'll do for for you and I, he'll do for everyone. And God is, I want, I want the listeners to hear this. In Hebrews eleven six is one of the most powerful scriptures in the Bible. It says, it is impossible to please God without faith. For he that comes to God must believe, must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of them that what? Diligently seek him. Now, you guys may not be Cowboy fans. You're down in Florida, but there was a great coach down in Florida. His name was Jimmy Johnson. And Jimmy Johnson, in his Hall of Fame speech, he said, you know, I just didn't have a dream, but I believed that I was going to win that national championship in Florida, the Florida Gators. He goes to the Cowboys and said, I believe I was going to win the Super Bowl. And Emmett Smith did the same thing. He set five goals. When he was six years old, he looked at his dad watching the Cowboys on TV and said, I want to be a Cowboy one day and play for the Dallas Cowboys. And when he got there, he said, I want to break Walter Payton's rushing record. I want to win a Super Bowl. I want to be the most valuable player. And as you know, Emmett is a very strong Christian uh, person. And so the most important thing he did was write down his goals he believed, he had faith, and he knew in Hebrews eleven six that God was a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And in business, we've got to keep on keeping on and never give up and turn setbacks into comebacks and keep persevering and keep <clears throat> moving forward and Listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, Bridget, because there's a supernatural GPS called the Holy Spirit. I call it God's positioning system. And if we would hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, he says if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, he'll lead and guide us into all truth and show us things to come. Isn't that wonderful? And that's what I'd like to leave with the listeners today. Well, Dr. Gene Allen has been with us. The book is Taking Care of Business, Live by Faith, Lead with Courage. You can find out more at our website, ericandbridget.org. Gene, thank you so much for being a part of our show this morning. We appreciate it. Okay, Eric. It was a pleasure being with you and Bridget, and it's available on Amazon.com. Uh, if you want to grab a copy, I, I believe uh, it would bless you, and, and God bless you guys today. 